Oh hey, welcome to the first episode of the new Level the Fuck Up with Lani podcast. If you are watching this or listening to this on the day that it is released, it is Friday the 28th of January, nearly the first month of the new year, 2022, done and dusted. But before I get to today's topic, obviously the surroundings uh, are a little bit different to where I was for the pilot episode or the trailer of this new podcast which launched on Monday the 17th of January so Monday last week and that is because a little little logistical uh, issue shall we say I actually had some uh, some family stuff going on unfortunately which which meant I had to take a little bit of time out Um, so we couldn't go out to Hampton Downs and film but also uh, we did film the first episode on the same day that the pilot was filmed, but uh, it was shit. To put it, to, <laughs> to put it bluntly, I was in a I was in a really bad mood that day. I'm not sure if you guys could actually pick up on that vibe in the pilot. I just wasn't feeling well, to be quite honest. Um, and Steph, who has done all the filming, she was like, "Yeah, nah, you're not your sort of normal sparkly, bubbly self." So we decided to can that footage. And in the absence of being able to get back up to HD, here we are, um, actually in my office. So just having a little bit of a, a chill day, I suppose, getting this one filmed. The next episode in a couple of weeks' time will be back out at Hampton Downs, but for the time being, you can enjoy the views, if you're watching this on YouTube, of the wonderful cubes behind me, uh, instead of our wonderful, beautiful international racetrack here in New Zealand. So on to today's topic, nearly at the end of the first month of 2022. And I'm gonna bring up New Year resolutions, kind of, kind of. What I actually wanna talk about today is how you can stop wishing and start doing. And I'm gonna talk through two problems about saying, oh, I wish. So two problems about wishing. And what you should actually say instead, whether it's to yourself, your inner dialogue, or to someone else, and why you should say this other phrase, and then give you another technique uh, to actually help you set meaningful goals for 2022. That is, if they are actually gonna be goals that stretch out the whole year, hint of what's to come in that, so that you can kick off the year, even though a month of it's gone already, but kick off the rest of the year and actually achieve some of the shit that you wanna achieve in, in 2022. Okay, so I mentioned that there are two problems with saying I wish, and these are problems I I have become so familiar with that when I when I see uh, or sorry when I hear people say these things, it it actually it actually irks me. Um, so when you say, for example, oh and I I wish I was fitter, or I wish I had a six pack, or I wish I was earning more money, or I wish I had the latest thing. I wish I had the latest iPhone, or I wish I had this, you know, this fancy handbag. Whatever it is, when you say that you you wish for something, the inherent problem with saying I wish I had this thing that I do not have is that it's a supposition that you're not going to get it. So it's a very negative dialogue to have going in your mind. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. It's not telling yourself 
and it's not creating that belief or that confidence within yourself that you can actually go and attain that thing that you desire. And that's whether it's a physical object or whether it's something more kind of intangible or something conceptual like um, a pay rise or um, something to do with your, you know, your health and fitness, for example. So that is the inherent problem with saying, I wish I had this thing that I didn't have. It is not language which is conducive to you actually bringing that, that desire that you have into reality, right? The second problem, and this is, you know, this one might be a bit more debatable, but it's also kind of a complaint. So you're almost kind of complaining that you don't have something. So, you know, I, I, oh, I'm, I'm sitting here eating potato chips on the couch or whatever, but I don't have a six pack. You know, it's like, I wish I had this. Well, if someone says that, that to me, I, I say, okay, well, what the fuck are you going to do about it? So the, that whole language, that, that type of language that you're using when you say, I wish this, I wish that, you're almost complaining. And I don't know about you, no one likes complainers. I don't like complainers. I do sometimes complain, but I'm always very aware of it. Um, normally it's, you know, over really uh, trivial things that I'm just being a, a, a girl or a pansy about. But no, seriously, complainers, no one, no one likes listening to someone whinging about something. It's like, okay, if, if, if you want to lose weight or whatever, just go, go out and fucking put your running shoes on or whatever. Set up a plan. Set up your meals for the week. If you want to make more money, okay, well, you go to your job every day, but then what do you do before you go to your job or what do you do when you get home from your job? I'm going to just breathe and um, breathe for a second because I know that I can get very fast at talking when I get fired up about something. So we do want to make this podcast actually understandable <laughs> from your point of view. So that that's something, you know, two reasons. It's a supposition and it is essentially complaining and it's not doing, it's not, it's not making that wish a reality. And so what we want to make sure we encourage you to do is to stop wishing and to start doing because doing is where the magic happens and that, that's what makes people happy and get too excited about things. Um, part of the whole you know, vision building picture and defining your why you want something or why you're doing something, I actually incorporated into a program that I built recently for business owners or aspiring business owners to go through and it helps them get excited for the future again and you know take control of their time and effectively stop wishing and start doing you know start taking the actions that they want to take so i'll link to that program in the show notes if that's something that you're interested in going through um so far it's had you know really rave rave reviews and so forth and people have enjoyed going through that process so um certainly feel free to reach out as well if that's something that you'd like to learn more about but in this podcast episode, I want to give you a couple of these tools to help you stop wishing and start doing. Okay, so let's let's talk about one of these, one of these, uh, oh my gosh, what, what am I even saying? What am I even saying? I'm going to tell you <laughs> what you can, what, what you can start saying instead of, I wish I. Are you ready? Are you ready? So instead of saying, I wish I could do this, say I'm going to like it's simple you'd think it was simple but it's actually a really difficult shift to make because suddenly the ego starts telling us oh my gosh I, I you know I don't have the confidence to do that or I might fail if I try and do that it, it creates this whole 
barrier. So by going from I wish I could uh, get a six pack or I wish I could um, you know, save $2,000 every month or save $1,000 every month, our ego says, oh, you can't do that. You, you know, you can't go and, and um, get fit because you don't have the time or what will people say about you when you start going to the gym or see you running along the street. You know, so there's that whole barrier when we start saying, I am going to, but it is the first step to stop wishing and start actually doing. The reason it works is, uh, I, I don't think it's exactly this phenomenon, but it is um, certainly very similar to something called the Beta-Meinhof phenomenon. The easiest way of explaining that phenomenon is when you buy a Suzuki Swift is always the car that I use as an example. When you buy a Suzuki Swift, you see every fucking Suzuki Swift that's on the road. It's, it's just, I don't know, it's the same thing. You buy a Subaru Legacy, you see every Subaru Legacy on the road. You buy a BMW M3, you see every BMW M3 you see on the road. You see every BMW M3 on the road? Whatever. So that sounds like a complete digression, but it is actually a really interesting phenomenon when we think about the way that we, I'm not going to use the word manifest, the way that we make things happen with our thoughts. So if we start saying, I am going to do X, or I am going to seek opportunities that look like Y, or I am going, you know, any, anything that you say that you are going to do, because it's a, a dialogue that is present in your mind, you start seeing those things. So if you say, all right, in the next three months, I'm going to join the gym and I'm going to commit to going twice a week and then going for a walk at least twice a week, like a, a 15 minute walk, like it might be a really small, tangible step. But instead of saying, I wish I could be fitter, you could say, I'm going to get fit by going for a walk twice a week, joining a gym and going there twice a week. It's a complete, complete switch up, but it's such a simple change. It's just really hard to make because often our ego will set up barriers that stop us from doing it. I want to share an example of how uh, this actually works. So at the beginning of last year, 2021, uh, sorry, end of the year prior when I was doing my goal setting for 2021, I had uh, a, f a few different goals. I won't share all of them, but one of them specifically was to buy two properties and that was a 2021 goal. So it was not oh yeah, I wish I could add a couple of properties to my portfolio. It was, it was a case of, I am gonna buy two properties this year come hell or fucking high water. So it's, it changes it from like a kind of lack mentality or an I don't have something mentality to yeah, I'm gonna do this. It's almost like you're challenging, challenging the universe or what, you know, whatever it is that's out there. And the reason I share that is because by July I bought two properties. So I said in 2021, or it might have even been June, June, July, in 2021 I'm going to buy two properties. So it didn't happen, I didn't go and buy two properties on the 31st of December. It's an intention that I set at the beginning of the year to say, okay, yeah, I want two properties, uh, or I want to buy two properties, to I'm going to buy these things. And so naturally, you know, you start seeing these opportunities and sure enough, not that long after, I think it was like 
uh, maybe 10 days or something before my birthday. I was still on holiday. I was over at the batch on Coromandel and I saw this penthouse apartment. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty sweet. Text the agent and went and viewed it. And then I actually bought that on my birthday in January 17th last year. So that was the first one, like right off the bat. But if I hadn't had set that intention, I wouldn't have been, you know, having a, like literally taking the piss, having a look at trade me properties online and then seeing this one, which I, I fell in love with and then, um, and, and then bought. So that, that just wouldn't have happened if I had said, yeah, I, I wish I could pick up a couple of properties this year. I said, I am going to do this. And, and it happened and then six months later I ticked another one off the list so it is a really powerful powerful thing if you get stuck with it like that's almost like a whole other podcast episode is how our ego can stop us from doing the shit that we know that we want to do or that we need to do um, but I suppose that just that feeds into also um, you know another reason why you should say that you're going to do something as opposed to just wish for it and it is that thoughts actually do become things so uh the power of our thinking and the power of the way in which we speak to ourselves determines the outcomes that we have so if we say that we're going to go and fuck something up or i'm going to like carry these three plates balanced on my arms but i'm, I'm probably going to drop them Chances are you're probably getting, like you're probably gonna drop them. Don't ask me why that actually you know that that is a thing, but it's so true. Or like you know it's really rainy outside. I'm probably gonna um, you know have a have a car accident or something. Like there's just so many um, yeah so many ways that our thoughts become things, and that you know that's the second reason why we should say I want to do this as opposed to I wish I could do this. It's implying that you don't have it. Therefore, you're probably not going to have it. Whereas if you say that I, I am going to have this or I'm going to do this, then, you know, I can pretty much guarantee you that you will make that happen. So that brings me to the last point that I promised to share. Um, and that's a technique, a technique to help you actually set goals that you can start going and taking conscious action towards. And that is the SMART goal framework love a good acronym smart I'm sure some listeners probably know what smart stands for but it means specific and this is what goals should be by the way specific measurable actionable relevant for a second I was second-guessing myself over what the A stood for and then T time bound so to break those down specific that means not saying I am going to lose weight. That means saying I am going to lose five kilos in three months. So by the 31st of March or whatever, 30th of April, by putting together a weekly meal plan, doing my supermarket shopping, cutting out all takeaways, eating at home, and going to the gym twice a week or going for a walk four times a week. That is getting specific. To make a goal measurable, it has to have some kind of, like often it's a number that's attached to it. If it's not, um, it can be a little bit harder to measure. But you, again, using that weight loss example, right? Measurable, five kilos, that's, that's your measure. Um, Actionable, achievable, not actionable. Far out, Brussels sprout. Actionable, achievable. Oh my gosh. 
So it actually has to be achievable. So if you weigh 110 kilos, you're probably not going to lose 50 kilos in three months. So it has to be genuinely, you know, attainable, achievable. Let's just say that A stands for anything. R means relevant. Um, my, <laughs> my goal is not going to be to lose five kilos in three months. Look at me. I'm a freaking twig. So, you know, it, it's, it's got to actually be relevant because if it's not, it's going to be really hard to get motivated to, to achieve it. Like, it, it's just not going to be on your radar. It's got to be something that, that you generally feel pulled towards achieving. And then time bound. So putting a deadline on it. So by the 31st of March. And this is the problem with New Year resolutions. If you're like, oh, this year I'm going to bleh. It doesn't, it, you know, generally it's not very specific. The, the way that we naturally frame New Year's resolutions goes completely against this framework. And I'm not saying that this is the be all and end all of goal setting, but honestly, seriously consider it. And even if you look at some of the goals that you've set previously, I think you'll find that they often fit, you know, at least a few letters of that smart, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound framework. And granted you can have a, a goal which is genuinely a 31st of December goal and that's what I did with the two properties but think about whether you can shrink the time down of that thing that you really wish that you that you had or that you could do because quite often and I think it's Elon Musk who once said it if you give yourself six months to clean your house it'll take six months if you give yourself 30 days it'll take you 30 days and we do want to try, you know, where possible and where we're not going to stretch ourselves too thinly um, is bring that time-bound deadline in and closer so that you actually can get yourself to a point where you're looking back and saying, holy shit, look how much I achieved this year. So that's it. It really is that simple. For you to be able to stop wishing and start doing in 2022, reframe the way that you say you wish for things and start saying I'm going to and think about consistently those things that you really really and truly genuinely desire because those thoughts will become things and if you can stick to a, a smart framework for setting your goals you will find when you get to the tail end of 2022 or even in July as was the case for me last year that you did successfully stop wishing and started doing and you got that shit done. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Level the Fuck Up with Lani, or well, the first full episode anyway. I would love to know your comments. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, leave a comment below. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. I feel like such a twat saying that. <laughs> and then if you're listening to this, of course, on Spotify or Apple, make sure to follow along because the next episode will come out in a couple of weeks' time. I think it's going to be the 10th of, 10th of February or 11th of February. I should really make sure that's the right date before I say it. Um, but in any case, if you turn on notifications, it'll come up on your feed and you can get that dose of motivation for your Friday morning. I am Lani Vogelberg. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a spectacular day.